Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Previewing Bucks falcons on Sunday at Raymond James Stadium. Week 17 is here. Which team would the Bucks rather play in the first round? of the postseason and why is the number five seed so important and your reaction to the Blake Snell trade we've got your mailbag questions as well is if Rojo and Mike Evans each reach a thousand yards is that the first time that's happened with the Bucks? and how does realignment in hockey help the Lightning this season we've got all that and more in this edition of Sports Day Tampa Bay I'm Rick Stroud of the Tampa Bay Times along with producer Steve Versnick happy new year to you everybody and Hey, you know, you should reward yourself for getting through 2020. You want to know what time it is. It's 2021. Where's the best place to figure that out? Go to our friends at Breitling Boutique in International Plaza. You know, it's one of only 15 in the United States. You have to check out these gorgeous Swiss timepieces. Listen, they've welcomed all kinds of championship quarterbacks and Hall of Famers and championship boxers. But when you walk in there, they're going to treat you like a celebrity, too. Now, here's the thing. If you go into Breitling Boutique in International Plaza and tell them that uh, Rick and Steve Versnick sent you, you listen to the podcast, just for trying on a watch, which, by the way, you're probably going to walk out because you're not going to be able to not buy it. But just for trying on a watch, they're going to give you a free $60 Breitling cap uh, just for being a customer. And uh, and and like I said, trust me, <laughs> you're going to fall in love with these watches. Breitling Boutique International Plaza. All right, Steve, we made it. We made it through an NFL season, man. I, I didn't know if this was going to be possible. Uh, looks like we made it. I think that was a song back by Barry Manilow. We need that, that you know, shift. Of, yeah. <laughs> looks like we made there. it, yeah. yeah. Well, we made <laughs> it to 2021, <laughs> too, not just the end of the NFL yeah. regular season. But. Right. There's a, there's, a lot, there's a lot behind that <laughs> statement, um, for sure. Uh, made it to a vaccine, perhaps, next year. Who knows? Um, but it is a remarkable uh, achievement. And I, and I got I to gotta give the Bucks a lot of credit. You know, they, they had... Um, their scare, I would say, um, with COVID, um, certainly Ronald Jones missed a couple games because of it. They had their specialists have to do some contact tracing, but for the most part, that team has really committed to each other. And, and, you know, I mean, I did this for most of the season where I was being tested seven days a week. It's not a big deal. You do have to walk in there and, and, you know, it takes about maybe less than a minute, um, the way they have it organized. But it's one more thing, right, in the contact tracing and wearing the beepers and all that stuff. This was not an easy season for anybody over there. And, you know, I, I, I got to give the Bucks credit for the way they handled it. But they find themselves now with a chance to win 11 games. And that's a big deal, too, because this football team, uh, this franchise, has rarely won 11 games. It almost never happens. Ten games, uh, I think it's only happened like five times in their history. So... Uh, to get that 11th win, to know you're in the postseason, and to hang on in particular to the number five seed is going to be huge. Now, you know, the Atlanta Falcons have a history of uh, even in their worst years coming in here. We saw it last season at the end of the year uh, with the walk-off pick six in overtime. They they find ways to split with this football team. And, I, and we saw what Raheem Morris's team did in Kansas City. All they needed was a field goal from a guy that's as hot as anybody 
to send that game in overtime potentially, and they missed. Um, but they're playing very, very hard, and they'll play hard again on Sunday, and the Bucks are going to have to earn everything they get. But if they're able to win that game and hang on to the fifth seed, uh, even if they lose it uh, and you know the, the Rams lose on Sunday, which is, was a possibility to Arizona, they would still retain the fifth seed. And why is that so important? Well, it's important because I, I think they want to play the NFC East. You know, look, uh, the alternative is you drop to six. You're most likely going to Seattle. That's a cross-country trip. That's a better football team. That's a potential MVP quarterback, a defense that's playing very, very well of late. Uh, I, I think you want to play the division champions uh, the, of, of the least, the least of the division champions. They've got all kinds of issues with the Washington football team. We know about Dwayne Haskins you know, being released. Alex Smith is going to come back, and it's the final game of the regular season in the NFL, the entire NFL, uh, when they play uh, Philadelphia to uh, try to win that division. And, you know, I don't know, I don't know what Smith's condition is. He has a bit of a calf injury. Um, he's a gamer. He's 4-1 and one as a starter. I mean, this guy's a winner. And, you know, they've got enough pieces to win that football game. And if they do, um, I still think it's better than playing the winner of the Dallas Cowboys and the New York Giants. And I'll tell you why. I think the Dallas Cowboys have a lot of talent on offense. I, I, I mean, you know, they were thrown for a loop, obviously, losing Dak Prescott. Um, you know, there was also and, – and, you know, there's also some times when uh, they had other players out as well. Their defense has been the biggest problem. I mean, they, they give up way too many – you know, way too many yards uh, on the ground. Um, but you know Andy Dalton, and even though he doesn't have playoff success, Steve, he's still a very capable NFL quarterback, particularly when you surround him with guys like Ezekiel Elliott, Amari Cooper, CeeDee Lamb, and Michael Gallup. Look, he took the Bengals to five straight playoffs. Right. Which, you know, if you know the history of the Bengals organization, especially the last 30 years, uh, that doesn't happen. Uh, now, granted, they lost all five of those games, and some of them in pretty ugly fashion. Right. Andy Dalton played pretty poorly in most of them, um, but you can't put the, all the losses on him either. No. So, but yeah, he is a capable quarterback. But you know, look, I I go no matter. I mean, you're on the road for game the first game, no matter what. Exactly. But if you have the five seed, you have a shot to host next week. You do. If you get the second upsets. week of the playoff, you get if, if yeah. five, six, and seven win, you're hosting a game in that second week too. So don't, don't forget that point. part of it, too. If you're yeah. at six or seven, you're on the road for the second week of the playoffs no matter what. That's true. So, you know, there's that part of it, too. But, but you know, as, as, as well as Dallas's offense is playing of late and, and you know, the NFC East is better now than it was early in the season. I mean, they're actually winning games now. But right. they're still worse teams in Seattle or New Orleans or the teams you're going to face as if you're the six or seven seed. No so I'd rather go – any place where I'm playing a team that's not as good under as the 500, other teams. yeah, well, absolutely, <laughs> you know, and you know, shorter flights, absolutely. Uh, you know, that's, I mean, and that's a big thing. It really is. I mean, Seattle, you know, look, even on a charter, you're talking about five and a half, six hours across the country. It's not easy, mm-hmm. uh, especially you know on those big guys, and you know, I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, they're in more comfortable airline seats than you and I travel most of the time, but it's not oh, sure. You know, it's not you know, it's not comfortable for a lot of those guys. Um, no. you know, when you're 300 pounds, there's no airline seat that's going to be comfortable. There's, for yeah, even first class isn't comfortable, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, for for those guys. So I'll take the team anytime that's 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 not as good as the other, and take my chances, especially when you've got the offense that Tampa Bay has, and you've got Tom Brady on your side. 
Um, you know, I'll take those chances. Plus, you know, if you go to Dallas, although, you know, maybe Dallas isn't the team you want to see in the NFC East, at least you're indoors. Or You are you indoors. Know. That That's a good point. I will say this, though, you know, like, and I don't know how many fans, but, but trust me, Jerry Jones will pack as many people into that 90,000-seat mm-hmm. stadium well, that's, as he can that's, find. That's the other part of it is you will have fans there, unlike yeah. Washington and, and Seattle has and, none. Yeah, or, or, you know, New York is they're not going to have fans. So. Right, that live but stadium. you could have snow. I haven't looked at the forecast ahead of time. You for, could have you know, snow in out, Seattle. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Seattle, too. But in Washington, Washington, too. Washington yeah. New York or definitely New York. could have snow. Yeah. Absolutely, so, you know. I, look, you play to win the game. You want to you want to be the highest seed possible, so you've got chances at playoff games, and you're, and mm-hmm. you're playing the lesser teams. Hopefully, so right. um, you know. I, I I don't think it's so. You know, I, I, I know fans a lot of times like to go. Well, if they lose this game, then they play this team, and I'd rather you know. You just play to win. You know, control what you can control. Right. You play each game, and, and, and you don't really care, you know, who's next. But, I mean, I, I, like, okay, the rematch, if they went to New York, for example, some of you would say, well, why not play the Giants? I watched that game at MetLife, and I know that the Bucks are a different team, and the Giants have kind of slid in the other direction because Daniel Jones got hurt, quite frankly, for a number of weeks. Mm-hmm. What I saw with the New York Giants, that's not a – you know, there are matchups in the NFL that favor you and some that don't favor you as much. Right, Giants are a big physical team. They mm-hmm. they they wear on you. They ran the football. They ran the football for over a hundred yards against these guys. That was not an accident. You know, they physically dominated the line of scrimmage. And they when when the Bucks got down in the red zone, they had to kick four field goals. You know, and it was a dogfight. And I don't I don't know that you want to play them again. You've beaten them once up there. I don't know that you want to go back up there and have to do it again. Um, I think the best path. Is to be the you know to play the NFC East, East champ, whoever it is, mm-hmm. um, and then and then maybe you get maybe you get Seattle the next week, or maybe you go to New Orleans. Like you're going to have to go through New Orleans at some point. What you want to avoid, in my opinion, is an early matchup in Green Bay. Yes. If Green Bay ends up with the number one seed, you don't want to see them in Green Bay until the championship week. And then you know what? It's one game, right? Yep. It's one game. Uh, we, we've seen that. You know, you don't. You, you do, the weather could be. It could be awful. It's going to be cold, but it could be snowy cold. It could be just you know bitter cold, below zero cold, or it could be thirty five, forty degrees and not a big deal. You know. Mm-hmm. So, um, I, I just don't think you want to go up there. Plus, they're playing really well, and they're going to have a week off, right? So you don't want to get them after they've had a bye week and they're right. rested and they got all the fresh legs and you've just you've just you know played a game where you because playoff football, man, and this is the thing that I think a lot of players on this football team are going to have their eyes opened. They have because careful what you wish for, and and it, and it I, I've done this. You know, it's been what thirteen years since the Bucks have been in the postseason, but I've I've covered playoff football a long time, and. It is way more intense. Like, there's preseason football. Mm-hmm. Then there's the jump to regular season football. Playoff football is every snap is your last. And I mean, it means whether you're going on or not. These guys are out there playing for rings. They're playing for money. Um, you know, it, it is purely legacy at that point. And, I mean, the intensity and and every little mistake is magnified. And I'm just telling you that if you're not ready for it, it, it can knock you backwards a little bit. And I've seen teams get overwhelmed by that atmosphere. Now, the great thing for the Bucks is there won't be any atmosphere. And that's why I say of all the years to go on the road, this is the year a road team mm-hmm. might have an easier path because 
I remember those flags in Raymond James Stadium when the San Francisco 49ers came here in 02. And I'm telling you, it was intimidating. You know, that crowd was 100% Buccaneer. And they were loud from the introductions and before. And it can really, you know, it, it can, it, you can feel that. And, I, you know, so I really think that, that just the intensity is going to shock some guys. But they have enough players, Jason Pierre-Paul and Antonio Brown and Rob Gronkowski and, of course, Brady and others, um, that know what this time of the year is about, and they're starting to show it in practice. So, but th- um, that's another good point, though, too, is how many players on this Bucks team have never been in the playoffs? Quite a few. So in that first playoff game, when a lot of these guys are have no idea what the intensity is going to be ramped up to, do you mm-hmm. want to face Seattle, New Orleans, right. teams that are they're in there every year, in there every year, or do you want to go against a lesser team like Washington, yeah, like New York or Dallas? Yeah, that, yeah, that exactly. You know, don't have as many players that are that are constantly in the playoffs. I mean, Great the Bucks do have some experience with the veterans they've brought in. But they do. Levante David's never been in the playoffs. Now, I don't no. expect him to get overwhelmed by it. No, but it's another level. Devin Mike White, Evans, Mike know, Evans, Devin White, um, those guys, Chris are all Godwin. Ex- Ronald right. Jones. I mean, right. all these guys have never been in this situation. The offensive line. Right. Especially the offensive uh, line. Ryan Jensen's with the, 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 the Ravens has been in there. But, you know, so that, yeah. that, that, that first game, you know, when, when you have no idea what's going to hit you in the mouth. Right. Because you've never experienced it. And it, it, they, it goes to go to another level in, the, in any of the sports. It doesn't matter what it is. But especially right. one as physical as that. I'd rather go against a team that doesn't go to the playoffs all the time. That right. The quarterbacks aren't as good. Mm-hmm. As Russell Wilson, Drew Brees, Aaron Rodgers, you know those are right. the top three teams in the league, right? And just consider who's in the NFC. Okay, so you've got you know Alex Smith, who mm-hmm. God bless him, what he came through um, is an incredible story, and he has playoff experience, but he hasn't won a Super Bowl. Um, you know, six hundred ninety-three days it took for this guy to come back from seventeen surgeries and a life-threatening infection and all of that. Unbelievable story. Didn't even start all this season. I mean, this would be like his sixth start of the year i believe um but but he's not the alex smith of old right he, he's limited mobility um you know they've got an okay team then you look we talked about andy dalton right andy dalton's a backup now in this league he's not a starter he has plenty of playoff experience hasn't done well he's a capable nfl quarterback that's fine the giants daniel jones i mean they may have to move on from him at some point you know he he's turned the ball over way too much he's very up and down he hasn't had a very good record as a starter None of you know he doesn't have any playoff experience whatsoever. So you're right. You make a great point. Contrast him with Russell Wilson, Drew Brees. Right? These are the other guys that you would have to go maybe play early in the rounds. So I don't think there's any question. You've got Tom Brady. So you're walking in there, right? Out quarterbacking almost everybody um, in every round. But there are some other guys that can match him and. I just, I mean, to me, this is a no-brainer. You know, you want to kick the crap out of the Atlanta Falcons as fast as you can, get your starters out of there, get Mike Evans' 40 yards for 1,000, um, let Ronald Jones touch the ball a few times with that broken finger and, and, and call it a day, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and look, for the Bucks too, I mean, how, how nice was it last week to be able to rest a lot of your guys for the second half? It's huge. Um, you know, because you're not going to get a bye in the playoffs. That's right. But, you know, you got off to such a quick start that you're getting to rest, guys. You could do the same thing this week if you take care of business early on. Early. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, the one thing about Week 17 in the NFL for teams that 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 aren't going to the playoffs. Are going home, yeah. You know, some show up to play. 
others are just counting down to that clock hitting zero so I can go home. That's right. And you know, you may, the Falcons may be in that situation. We'll see come Sunday. Right. But you know, it, it, it's, it'll be obvious pretty early whether the Falcons are there to play or just to, to run out the string on, and, on and week even, 17. Even, even if – I think they'll come to play, but even I, if I they start – even if they play well early, okay, mm-hmm. comes a point where you're up on them, right, when you really got them, right, they're not going to have the, the desire, motivation. You know, guys make business decisions at that point. It's like, you know what, I almost made it through a whole NFL season without a, without a catastrophic injury. Let me not stick my face in the fan right here. You know, it's the fourth quarter. We're down by 10 or 12 or 14. You know, how, how much do I want to sell out over the middle to try to catch this football? Um, you know, how much do I want to give my body up to make this block or this tackle? So, you know, I've seen it, you know, and I can't fault guys for that. You know, it's their careers are on the line. You don't want to get hurt in the final quarter of the final game when you're going home. And it's just human nature. They got nothing to play for. Nothing but pride in their jobs and the tape that some new coach is going to come in here next year and look at and make evaluations for. So they will play. They were professionals. Raheem will have them ready. He'll have a better plan than he did the second half of their last game. Um, but that said, the Bucks are a better football team. So you're right. Take care of business. And those other teams, you know, should know the way home. They, sh- they should know how to get home from there. So um, we'll see what they do. And, you know, like I said, um, they're in the playoffs. They're going to get their opportunity in the postseason. But as Bruce has said, eleven and five sounds better than ten and six, and the fifth seed means something, as we just talked about. So um, definitely want to uh, want to reiterate that. Okay, so there's still fallout, uh, Steve, about this Blake Snell trade, and I've said my piece about it. Uh, we were on uh, with Tom Jones and, and discussed it, and. You know, I, I feel for the fans. I feel awful for the fans. Mm-hmm. I, I, I feel awful they didn't re-sign um, Charlie Morton. I mean, I, I think they should have kept the band together. Uh, I think that's what I would have done. But I also believe that the Rays, even in a year where they should be trying to recapture uh, what they had last season and, and go a couple games or a couple steps further, um, I, I got to, you know, I have to trust their process. I have to trust that they know what they're doing. And they're going to need luck. It's threading a needle. It's trying to find an, another pitcher to replace him this year uh, and and not fall out of it. Um, but by the same token, I've seen this too many times. And more often than not, this is what has gotten them seven 90-win seasons in 12 years, then a 40-20 and 20 and an AL championship and two World Series in, in, since 08. There's only been like three or four other teams that have been to that many World Series since 08. I mean, the Rays are right there. Um, so, I mean, what, what do you think? Are they making a huge mistake? What are, what are people out there? I think are angry. I think they're pretty, pretty ticked off on them. Actually. Well, uh, whether it's a mistake or not, we won't know for years to come. I mean, you know, no, that's true. was the Chris Archer trade a, a, a grand slam as soon as you made the trade? No, you didn't know. I mean, you thought you were getting good prospects. Did you right. know that Austin Meadows would be as good as he's been for the race? Did you know that Tyler Glass now would develop the way he has? And we haven't even seen Shane Boz yet, but at the time of the trade, yeah, it looked like we were the Rays got a pretty good haul back, but you didn't know that. I mean, that's the thing with prospects is you don't know. When you traded David Price to the Tigers, was it six, seven years ago? Right. You had this promise of Willie Adamas, who was the star in that trade. Did you know right. he was going to develop into that and, and, and be an everyday shortstop like he is now? No, you didn't. You'd hoped. And, 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 you know, kudos on the Rays. More often than not, when they make trades for prospects, they've worked out. Now, Blake Snell's on a team-friendly contract. You know, you signed him a year or two ago to a, a favorable deal. I, I wonder, 
how much the coronavirus impacted this. And, and, and my point being is, yes, Blake was on a team-friendly contract, but 10.5 mil is a lot for the Rays. But and, and the Rays don't have a ton of fans in the stands, but they still have revenue from fans, concessions, parking. Oh, they lost money. You know, no I mean, last year they lost money. money and, and even though it was a team-friendly deal – and we don't know baseball's finances. They don't have salary caps and, you know, where we know how the revenue is split up in baseball and that. So I wonder how much of this was, you know, we're going to make a lot less than we thought and we have to cut some money. Or was it just the haul coming back from San Diego was too good to pass up? I mean, if you look at Blake, he had a phenomenal 2018. He looked tremendous in the World Series. But as you and, and Tom talked about, you watch him day in and day out, and you go, man, he, he hasn't figured it out yet completely. I mean, his stuff is phenomenal. It, you know, stuff-wise, he's probably the best pitcher the Rays have ever had as far as, you know, four pitches and, and, and that. Has he put it all together yet? I don't think so. Can he? We'll see. He also hasn't pitched over six innings since, I think, 2018 or maybe early 2019. No, you're right. Since and he came back from his arm injury mm-hmm. in 19, he's had 21 starts, and right. he's not gotten out of the sixth inning. And some people will say, well, yeah, did you see what happened in the World Series? They wouldn't let him finish the fifth inning. But I'm here to tell you that a lot of that is Blake, too. It's Blake mm-hmm. in love with his pitches behind hitters, throwing 105 through four innings. You know, I mean, that's that's who he has been. And there is no guarantee that his arm is going to hold up or that – He's going to figure it out in San Diego. I mean, we don't know. We know they gave a really good pitcher. Do we know what they got back in return? No, we don't. And we may not for a while. I mean, some of those guys are lower in prospect, you know, uh, uh, young prospects, I should say, not lower in, young prospects. Um, yeah. You know, I, I, and some of the reaction we've got on, on Twitter and, and through email and that, I mean, our, our good friend Les says, if they don't make the World Series, it's a bust. This trade is a mistake. Well, there's no guarantee you were making the World Series with him. Now, Exactly. I, I think we'll see how he does in San Diego. Um, the one thing about where he's at in San Diego now with you, Darvish, and, and that pitching staff in San Diego is phenomenal. And when they get Clevenger back in, in 2022, mm-hmm. he also doesn't have to just be the ace either. I mean, he's surrounded by a bunch of good pitchers there too. So that may help him some too. Um, you know, but as, as others said, you know, if, if they did to San Diego what, what the Rays did to Pittsburgh, then we'll be loving this trade in a few years. Um, you know what? I mean, it's funny because we're, we have such a different perspective here in Tampa Bay because of this small market team mm-hmm. and, the, and, and the fact that they can't spend the money or won't spend the money, whatever you're, wherever you come down on that, mm-hmm. right? But it is what it is. I mean, look, there's not, they're not drawing 3 million fans. I mean, they're just not. So you, you can blame the franchise, you can blame fans. I don't, I don't care. But the fact is they don't have the kind of money, say, the Yankees do. Do the, does New York fans sit up there and go, man, that Mike Stanton, that Mike Stanton deal, that you know, signing him and all that money, we we didn't win a World Series yet. That was a bust. Why did we do that? Yeah. That was stupid. I mean, I guess they do. They probably do say that. But my point is, there were a lot of really talented teams that made a lot of deals last year, including the Houston Astros, right? Mm-hmm. And guess what? The the Rays beat all of them, and they made it to the World Series. And so all I'm saying is like. There was no guarantee that with Blake Snell, right, you're going to mm-hmm. lose Charlie Morton, that, that you're going back. Every year, and I think it's, it, it's something that in professional sports people don't understand. They really don't get it, is that the same group of guys that, that made it to Game 6 last year, it's a totally different team. Mm-hmm. It's a totally different dynamic. It's a totally different year, right? They all got to figure out those things themselves. 
And whatever this team becomes, you know, it, it hasn't even gotten to spring training yet to, to make those yep. alliances and, and figure out how they're going to use their bullpen and figure out different things. They don't have Jose Alvarado, so who mm-hmm. replaces him? You know, you've got a lot of things that, that are always different year after year after year, and maybe more so in Tampa Bay because they, they don't, you know, they, they tend to trade guys a year or two early. I mean, there were, there were times when they didn't do that. Mm-hmm. You know, they kept Carl Crawford, right, and got nothing for him. Um, they probably kept David Price too long because there was only one year left in control of him. You know, so they have done things where they, where they try to keep them together as long as they possibly can. And it didn't work, you know? Yep. We can point to as many times as when they did that, and it didn't work. It's so, funny because Bill Belichick gets praised for 20 years. Yeah. For getting rid of players a year too early, but the Rays get ripped for it. And, and exactly. Look, sometimes you're right and sometimes you're wrong on it. You, you know? don't know. But, but what I think hurts the most for, for this trade with Blake Snell is you essentially have three starters on this team you can rely on or you feel pretty good about when they go out to the mound. And you've lost two of them this offseason now. Yeah, you're starting over. You know, if Morton was coming back, it'd be it'd feel a little different. Now, mm-hmm. you know, the Rays have a plan, and they'll, you know, I mean, we thought two, three years ago they were tanking, going to lose 100 games, and they go out and win, you know, 90. Um, and, and, you know, because they know the arms, they know their players, and they put them in good positions, whether it's the opener and everything else. But as a fan, when you go, okay, there's three starters I can count on. That, that I know when they go to the mound, I got a good shot. I could, I could win that game and see a really good pitching performance. You're down to one, Glass now. And so losing Morton and Snell hurts. And, and you didn't get back an experienced arm. You've got some good prospects that, mm-hmm. you know, from all the experts that know farm systems, and I, I'm not one of those, most people believe it's a pretty fair value trade prospects for Snell. Now, whether the prospects pan out, that's – Time will tell on that, but it wasn't. Nobody believes going in that either team got fleeced on this deal as far as value for what prospects are yeah, projected to be. Away. Was, yeah, no. yeah. I mean, you got away. a good haul back now. Whether they develop, we'll see. Yeah. But to lose Morton and Snell as a fan, that's very tough because now you're Here's going. The, we got Glass now, and this isn't a 60 game schedule. This is a 162 game schedule they're planning on playing this year. And right. you've got one starter that you're, I mean, you know, Yarborough's good and you've got others, you know. But as a fan that's watched this team, the one guy that now I, I can, I really want to go see pitch is Tyler Glass now. Yeah. You know, and so you went from it. three to one. And that, that's, that stings as a fan pretty bad. But nobody, nobody knew what Tyler Glass now was mm-hmm. going to be when they got him from exactly. Pittsburgh. I mean, exactly. they kinda, he was kind of a guy that had great arm and kicked around. And you know what happened? He got with the Rays. Um, which what the Rays usually do is make you better. Um, they're going to make these other pitchers better. And, and you know, and, and thinking about last year, okay, they make these deals, right? And sometimes like the Mike Libator deal, right? Like how many people were thinking, oh, you know what? What about this Randy o- o- Rosarina guy? <laughs> the Car- the Rosarina- Cardinals are reevaluating their uh, scouting department. And their yeah, internal- that's going to cost somebody their job, yeah. I guarantee you, because yeah. here's the thing, right? So, so even the Rays. Even the Rays, who are who are you know trying to win the you know the American League East, they didn't bring the guy up until August, okay? And 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 and, and I'm sorry, unless he goes crazy and breaks every rookie record that there is, which he did, okay? They don't make it to the World Series. Mm. They don't. He carried them through the entire postseason. This guy that they didn't even have in their clubhouse, 
until late in the year, really late. Okay? So who are we you know, to say that there isn't somebody that they're going to get in one of these deals that they make all the time that doesn't become that guy on the mound or doesn't become that guy in their lineup? One thing I do know, I think they're expecting a lot of Rosarina this year. I think they're expecting a lot of the young, you know, it's a, it's a mostly young bunch of players. You know, this is not a veteran team. This is a team that still has room to grow and be better than they were a year ago. Better scoring runs, better pitching. And, you know, as far as the starters go, you'd love to have four just horses you can run out there, right, which is mm-hmm. what the Padres will do. But the reality is, is there a franchise that does a better job with openers, with middle guys, with the assortment of closers, with matchups than the Rays do? I mean, nope. really? No, there isn't. I mean, did people sweat the bullpen day around here? I don't remember everybody going, oh, they're going to lose today. It's a bullpen day. No, they won those games for the most part. I remember the reaction when when um, Sergio Romo took the mound in Anaheim. It was, yeah. what, May of 2018, I think it was. Right, what are they when, doing? When they did the opener. And, yeah. I mean, the reaction around baseball was just, this is awful. This is horrible. They're killing baseball. You yeah. see the Yankees and Dodgers do it occasionally now. <laughs> I know. That's the thing. It's like everybody wants to tell the Rays, and Tom was right when we talked about it. He's like, you know what? If you're not from here, if you don't run this organization, shut up. Because everybody wants to tell them, oh, you're, you're, you're killing the game. And then you know what happens? All the other teams do exactly the same thing. The shifts, the opener. Well, look at how that. many former Rays coaches, managers. They're GMs. And GMs and assistant GMs are now right. in the front offices all around baseball, including teams like Boston, Houston. Right. I mean, big market teams that have money to spend. Uh, yeah. Los Angeles, Andrew Friedman. Right. Baseball knows. They absolutely know. They'll tell you. They'll even if the fans don't know, the base the game knows. Mm-hmm. Because that's why they're trying to raid these guys all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, I don't listen, and they may lose a hundred. I don't know mm-hmm. what they're gonna do. I picked them to lose a hundred before and they won ninety. I mean, you know, all I'm saying is we don't know what's gonna happen to Blake Snell. But if I told you, and this is possible, that Blake Snell ends up with Tommy John surgery for the next two years, would that shock you? As many pitches as he's thrown? Wouldn't shock me. It wouldn't shock me, no. I'd hate it for him. I mean, I mean I'd but... hate it for him, too, and you can't predict those things. And I'm not saying that's why they got rid of him. My point is, how do we know how he's going to do? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Don't the Rays have as much information about Blake Snell's makeup, his mentality, everything, as anybody in baseball? I mean, they had this guy from the time he was a first pick. And, I, and again, I'm not a Blake Snell basher. I like the guy. I, he, he frustrates me. Because I think he could pitch a lot better, even as great as he is. I think he could go deeper in games and help mm-hmm. their team more. But he showed me something in the World Series, you know. And I think I think he's going to be great. But you know what? We don't know what we don't know. And 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 the Rays have done this, and you know it, it's just a bummer that you you got so close. But there's no guarantee you're going to get back. Nope. Go go show me the teams that made it back to the World Series. There's only a few in the last since '08 that have gone back to back and some of those didn't win it. So, you know, Philly did it twice. Um, the Astros did it twice. Obviously the giants went three times and won all three, but it, you know, it was three times in five years or whatever. Um, they, they were on a run of every other year. The Dodgers went three times and one lost it twice. So, you know, those are big money, big market teams that, that spent, you know, like the Padres are doing. Um, so anyway, I, I get the frustration, but I also think you just got to pump the brakes a little bit, man. Yeah, I mean, the, you know, this is what this team's going to be. It's not going to change going forward in, in mm-hmm. the foreseeable future for, you know, 
of trying to find the value in players and and trading really good players when they have the most trade value and you think you can get a good enough haul back to continue to restock your farm system and and your right. active roster and that's what this team's going to be it's frustrating especially as a as a fan who like I said I think Blake Snell talent wise is the best pitcher we've ever seen in Tampa Bay um you know I I've, been, I've been here that. 10 Dave, years David Price was pretty good uh, David won, Price would be number 2 on he, my list yeah, he won. He won a Cy Young mm-hmm. too, mm-hmm. and he went on to win a World Series for somebody else. And he, David Price, may end up being the best pitcher by the end of his career. But I think stuff wise, I, th- I think yeah. Snell stuff wise is just yeah. Nobody had four pitches like this. Yeah, guy. That, that's you know, and whether you know he ends up be, in, at the end of his career being a better pitcher than David Price, we'll see. Time will tell. But right. from just pure stuff. Yeah, we've never seen a better one than Blake Snell, and it, it, that's what you know. It hurts to see guys like that go. Um, I would agree with that, you know. But and, and he, you know, he's going to a loaded team, and boy, that trying to compete in the NL West now between the Dodgers and Padres, the other teams out there, woof. Oh, it's going to be a battle royale. That's why they did it because they want to try to beat the Dodgers, and mm-hmm. the Dodgers are going to be right back there again. Yep. You know, so I mean, it's going to be a great division to watch. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. All right, we got a mail question from our friend Miles here who says, Weird observation, but if Ronald Jones and Mike Evans both get 1,000 yards on the season, will this be the first time the Bucks have had a running back wide receiver tandem do this? It's a good question. It's not. Um, it's probably happened a bunch of times. I'd have to go back and, and, and check out, you know, the, the Ricky Bell and James Wilder days and all those kinds of things. But the, the last time that it happened, um, Doug Martin, I think, did it in 2015. And Mike Evans, of course, has had you know, this trying to make his seventh 1,000-yard season. Um, Evans was part of that ball club. So um, it has happened before. I I frankly don't think it's going to happen this year because first of all we don't know if Ronald Jones as we as we do this podcast is is definitely going to play if he does play and I know they want him to um, we don't know how effective he'll be he's missed a couple weeks and then how long do you want him to play you know let's say he goes out there and you got a lead um, would you rather want to salt the game away with you know Leonard Fournette and you know Keyshawn Vaughn or somebody um, you know as opposed to exposing potentially you're starting running back that you're going to want throughout the playoffs if he looks good and he's still got that pin in his finger um, to put, you know, to, to further injury. I mean, those running backs now take a lot of hits. I mean, every time they carry the ball, sometimes you're getting hit by four five, six players. Um, so I, I would say that Jones is probably not going to get the thousand unless he just has a, you know, some big runs early in the game that, that pad his stats, but I don't think he's going to be in long enough to do that. Um, so I don't think it happens this year. I think Mike gets his, but um, but it has been a while. It's a great point. You, you, you know, you want that. Obviously, you'd like to have a thousand yard back, thousand yard receiver. Last year, um, they had two one thousand yard receivers. Um, so uh, and, and you know and, and could have had a thousand yard back. So but it, it they didn't. But 
Um, that's the kind of production you're hoping for. And I think Jones would have gotten it easily if he hadn't gone on the COVID list. The broken finger was one thing, but the COVID list really knocked him out. Um, so let's hope he comes back. And he, the other thing is, too, if he had COVID, we don't know what lingering effects you know he might have of mm-hmm. that. There's been players. Um, Cam Newton's one of them that said, I just never felt the same you know, after I, after I got, uh, COVID. So, uh, you hope that there's no, no, um, you know, strength issues with that. So we'll see, but, um, but it's a great question. I don't think it'll happen this year though. That's my, my personal opinion. All right. Our friend Brian wrote us and says, with the lightning being in a division without their normal division opponents this season, do you see this as an opportunity for the lightning to take advantage of a schedule where their opponents are not as familiar with the defending champions? I don't know if it's not as familiar. That might be part of it. But, Steve, I think the thing is, and you've talked about this, and Tom has too, is that there's no way this division, at least on paper, is as, is as tough as the one they just left. I mean, you know, you don't have Boston and Pittsburgh and, and you know, Washington, um, that sort of thing, every, you know, in your division and, and, and playing those guys all the time. Yeah, Dallas is there. Um, you know, it might get boring having to play the same teams over and over again and playing them like in a series almost in, a, in mm-hmm. two, two, two times in three days or whatever they're going to do. Um, but overall, I, th- I think they got a break with these divisions, didn't they? Uh, look, I think, you know, I think most of the teams in this division went to the playoffs last season. Um, they did. You know, even in, in, we're in the top eight, really. Um, you know, the one advantage I think the Lightning have is experience. I yeah. think, you know, yeah, there's, there's, I mean, there's only, what, two teams in the division that were in their division last year, so you play them four times, which was uh, Detroit and Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but I still think, look, the Lightning have more talent on the roster than most of these teams, even without Nikita Kucherov, yeah. you know, assuming the roster stays what it, it is right now, if there's right. not more moves made. Um, I, I think the short season makes it interesting, and every game's a division game. A slow start is going to be tough to overcome. Um, but the other thing is you only have to finish in the top four of your division to make the playoffs. You don't, It's not three anymore. Now you have to finish in the top four to make it because there's right. no wild cards to where the other division may have that. So you've got to beat, you know, you got to be better than half the teams in this division, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, Detroit's still not going to be very good. Um, I, I think they'll do better than they did last year. But, you know, they're still a couple years away from being, you know, where a playoff team. Um, I think Florida's, uh, you know, a good team. Uh, okay, Carolina, I think is 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 better than most people give them credit for. Um, Dallas made it to the finals last year, but we'll see how they do this year. I mean they they were they were what I think they were the third fourth seed in the West last year, so they were actually better than than you think of with them. Um, you know, the question is, you know, how their goalie will do. St. Louis, a bigger, heavier team. Um, I, I never like to play them a lot when you got to play them eight times. Yeah. Um, that'll be interesting. Chicago's not that good yet. Um, I mean, they've got stars yeah, they, like Taze and Kane. Lose, but Taze but may miss some time. He's yeah, like he, taking a leave of absence. Yeah, you know, you've got that. But, I mean, even with him, I mean, they're still – they're not they're not a, a top-tier team yet. They haven't been back, so, no. um, You know, Columbus is what Columbus is. They don't have a ton of stars. Tortorella's a good coach. So, right. I mean, you know, the Lightning should finish in the top four of this division. You know, barring for sure, either you know injuries or a hangover or whatever. Um, you know, but talent wise, you look at it. Yeah, I, I, you know, the, I think the the Metropolitan or the whatever they're calling the East Division, when you've got Boston and Philly and the Islanders and you know you've got some tough teams in that division. And Washington, um, although I, I don't think Washington is as good as they've been in years past, but 
but um, you've got that's a I think that's a much tougher division than the one the Lightning are in. So now the one advantage the East has is there's very little travel. You know, I mean, all their but games like are. That. Yeah. Well, I mean, for them, there's an advantage there that the travel sure. is almost minimal. I mean, you know, the furthest what Washington to Boston, I think, may be the furthest trip anybody's got to make. Or maybe Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh to either Boston or whatever is probably the longest trip anybody makes in that division. So um, that'll help them. Where you know the the West Division and the Central has a lot more travel, and the, the Canadian Division, of course, going across time zones. So. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I don't know. I mean, I think the divisions. I, I don't know if it's the lack of familiarity will help the Lightning because I think enough people watch the Lightning regularly. You know, I mean, when you're you know you're the champs, you're you know all those playoff Dude, games you play. Yeah, they're going to get everybody's best shot. They know how I, the Lightning play. Absolutely, you know? absolutely. So I don't know if it's that, but I I think that you know the teams in their division. I think they you know I think they'll do pretty well in that division. Their biggest enemy. We wrap on this, but their biggest enemy is going to be their own expectations. That's mm-hmm. what it's going to be because when you have the cup and you want to keep it, everybody know wants you know you you, you got to to beat the best you get you know to be the best you got to beat the mm-hmm. best and and you're going to get that every single night, and it's going to be whether or not they're willing to, you know, to handle that as the champion. There's something about being a defending champion in any mm-hmm. league that that comes with a lot of pressure and a lot of responsibility. And, and I think so a lot a lot of how this team you know the the particular on the scoring end of it, how healthy is Steven Stamkos? Because without right. Nikita Kucherov, who picks up the slack? You know, I mean, we saw that just losing Stamkos on that power play, it struggled at times in the playoffs. Yeah, it did. And, and Nikita Kucherov's the you know, I mean, Hedman runs the point, but Nikita Kucherov's the you know, the guy on the ice that sees he's everything. He's the playmaker. Yeah, yeah he's, he's the, the playmaker. playmaker. So now you don't have him. If you don't have Stamkos healthy for a good part of the season on that power play, you struggle. It's going to, you know, how they structure it and how they put it together is going to be very interesting. If you lose both those weapons for any length of time. Yeah, I like their talent, though, and it's all young. I did this thing the other day on uh, Spectrum on the TV question about mm-hmm. who's positioned best for the future. And, man, all the, I mean, even Kucherov's like 26. You know what I mean? Like, they're all 21, 22 years old. <laughs> Braden Point, I mean, you know, he's like 22, 23. Yep. It's ridiculous. You know, these guys are all really young. So um, they're going to be good for a long time. And, as, you know, and, and they got the greatest goaltender in the world who's 25. Yep. And they, so. I mean, they really just this year was a cap problem and next year will be a little bit of a cap problem. And then a lot of their their issues with that goes away because a lot of contracts fall off then. And, right. you know, so they knew it was going to be a tough year or two and have to trade some players like Paquette and Coburn. And of course, if Nikita Kucherov wasn't hurt, they'd have to trade at least somebody else. Sure. Um, you know, not that you wanted Nikita to get hurt because you didn't. It's not the break you wanted, but you got but you get to keep those guys. There is a there is an advantage to having or advantage isn't the right word, but. It's not all doom and gloom for losing it's Nikita Kucherov for the regular season. It's a it's, silver lining to your cloud that it, you didn't want. It did yeah. allow you to keep Tyler Johnson or Alex Kalorn or you know an Andre Palat that maybe you were trying to trade before. So um, you know there's that there's that part of it too. So all right, some great questions there. Hope you enjoyed the podcast. Happy New Year to everybody. We'll be back on Monday to recap the uh, Bucks and the Atlanta Falcons as well as the college football semifinals so stay safe don't forget about my bearcats against the bulldogs this afternoon at noon yeah Uh, i've signed up for that one i'll be watching which which bulldogs are they playing by the way georgia state georgia oh georgia oh okay well that's the peach bowl that's actually a decent game yeah it's the game before the semifinals at noon today so that's that might be worth watching to be honest with you i mean you know if cincinnati wins i'm declaring them national champions well, they should print the license plates, shouldn't they? In Ohio, they do that. That's what they should do. I mean, Absolutely, you know. they're doing it. 
Yeah, mythical or otherwise. So, okay, so watch the Bearcats and the Bulldogs, and we'll talk to you on Monday. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.